Welcome to the Amanda Rollard Show, where we work together to support abundant living in all areas of your life, body, mind, family, finances, and community. Come join us and get your salt back. Welcome, everybody, to the Amanda Rollert Show. I am so glad that you decided to spend a few minutes with me today as we talk salt. We strive to support abundant living today in every area of our lives, in our minds, our bodies, our families, our communities, and our finances. And if we can just get a little more salt, a little more passion in those areas, I think we're going to live abundantly and we can help others do the same. So thanks again for joining me today. I had a revelation happen to me this week that I wanted to share. And I wonder if you struggle with the same thing, but it it called me to an action that I thought I would share. And it's all about being still. So stick around. Glad you're here. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Amanda Rollett Show. You know, I had something really, I had one of those revelations that happened to me this week. Why is it so stinking hard to just be still? just be still and listen and not have the gear wheels spinning. You know, the Bobby dude, he knows me so well. You know, sometimes I'm just sitting there and he says, I see the racetrack going because he knows my mind is constantly, it's it's like zoom, 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 or like a hamster on a wheel. There's just, I can't ever get off. I feel like the person that's running on the treadmill, you know, on 5.2 and I'm just running, 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 and and I can't just hop off. I'm trying to slow down the treadmill. I'm trying to slow down the racetrack in my own existence. And I'm just, I'm just wondering how much more powerful and fruitful and productive if we just, we called ourselves to be still for every day for just a little bit and hear, hear God's voice, be listening. You know, the other thing I found myself in this situation this past week that actually made this huge impression on me. And I'll share that in a minute, but it really called me to be at a place a little bit uncomfortable. I got to tell you, maybe you found yourself here. And I had to really think through some things because I wanted to call today's episode, you know, be still. And we have to be able to do some soul work, some S-O-L-E work to do some soul work, S-O-U-L. And I have to tell you, I don't think I passed this test. I failed and failed miserably. And I found myself sitting in a pew at mass this weekend and I just started crying. And I'm like, oh Lord, if somebody were looking at me right now as I'm sitting in the pew, I was trying to fight back some tears. And I'm like, okay, think about something else. Think about something else. And then it hit me again when I was, you know, walking up to communion. I thought, oh my goodness, if somebody saw me right now, they'd be like, what, what's the matter with that lady? She's, she's having a, a meltdown. I don't know. But I'm just telling you what came over me in a matter of minutes. And then as I reflected on that for the rest of the weekend and in my time, I found myself uncomfortable with some of the things I learned about myself. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys today. Maybe you don't struggle with being still. One of the things that you know, I'd like to open with is several years ago, I went to an axe retreat and it's, it's kind of like, it's a Catholic retreat, but it's very similar to walk to Emmaus. And so if you're kind of familiar with that format, you know, it was a beautiful experience, total, I mean, just a beautiful, beautiful experience. But 
there was many beautiful songs there, but one song that I just, I constantly, I took away with me and sing it to myself, you know, here, there, and yonder. But there's one verse and that that verse is this. And I was reminded of that this weekend when I was thinking, can you not, Amanda, just be still? Can you not be still and listen? The verse that I'm referring to is the song that's called Be Still. And it goes like this. It says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know I care. Be still and you can hear my voice. Be still and know I love you. Every time I say it to myself, I'm like, I know that that's God's voice. He's talking to me when I would sing, you know, sing that. And here it was, I found myself struggling this week and it all kind of came boom, rushing in when I was sitting at mass and I was actually in the homily and we were visiting Michael and Morgan. We're actually doing some, you know, some work together on a project. We do some wild game processing and we're trying to get everything really, really ready, you know, for season to really, really start. It's kind of slowly started with, you know, bow season and so forth. And and it was also the Bobby Dude's birthday and we had plans to celebrate. We were going to a, a special restaurant afterward and we had had some cake, you know, right after lunch. So we were kind of in this, in this sandwich and it was, you know, the Bobby dude and myself and Michael and Morgan were sitting in, in this pew and it was the homily and the priest was talking. And I remember he was, he's a lovely priest. And he always has a wonderful message. And all of a sudden I couldn't be still in my mind, you know, for however long the, the homily is, you know, 12 minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever it is, that's a short time to focus and pay attention. And all of a sudden, I don't know when I drifted. I don't know. You you probably may find yourself in this situation too. But all of a sudden, I recognized that I was thinking, I can't wait for Bobby to experience this restaurant. Michael and Morgan and I had already kind of gone there the week before. And I'm like, I hope he, he likes this restaurant. I wonder if he really liked the cake that I got him that we ate earlier. And then all of a sudden, my to-do list for the week with things that were happening. I had a trip planned, you know, for Gabe and so forth. I didn't even realize I had drifted until I found myself, I don't know, the gong happened, boom. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I realized I'd missed a couple of minutes of the priest homily. And I thought, Amanda, you're sitting here, you know, in this beautiful time and, you know, this beautiful celebration of the mass and you missed two minutes of this praise and worship and this beautiful celebration of mass, the highest prayer, you know, that we can enjoy here. But anyway, I thought, how shameful. I was mad at myself. I know, you know, we all drift. I get it. We all drift sometimes, but we have to really call ourselves to our greater good is to be in the moment, be still sometimes. And I got to thinking, why is it that it's so hard to just be still? And I realized some things about myself and maybe you might find yourself on the same journey. Maybe, maybe you're so much better at it than I am. But I think there was a couple of things that came at me when I was asking myself to be still. And here they are. The first thing that I really realized, well, let me back up a second. I did an experiment too. And I was like, dad, gummit, I have told myself and told myself, I need to spend time in just being still every day, just sitting there being with the Lord and just being still. And I can do this for 10 minutes. I can do this. It's 10 minutes. And I failed. I failed miserably. And it just told me that the racetrack is far too zoomy. And I have too many things on the hamster wheel. And I need to settle down. And I need to think it through as to why I couldn't do it. I started my stopwatch and I said, I could do this. So I put the timer on my phone. 
And I just started, you know, thinking, you know, just Lord be with me, you know, help me to calm, help me to, you know, be with you in this time. Just be still. Let me listen. And by the way, you know, if you're talking, you're not listening. You ever been in a conversation where you're trying to talk with somebody and they're just dominating the conversation because they're talking, 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 they're not hearing you. When we spend time with God, we, we don't need to be talking and telling him, I need this, I need this, you know, work on this, blah, blah, blah. You know, we need to set time listening. What is God trying to tell us about ourselves, about our situation? What is he trying to reveal to us? And if we are constantly talking, 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 even talking with the thoughts it going zoomy, zoomy in our head, we're not listening. And when I started my, my stopwatch on my phone, I thought, I can do this. This is good. Doing, doing good, doing good. You know, and then I was like, you know, just breathing in, you know, Jesus, I love you. God, I love you. You know, being grateful, being grateful for my life, you know, where I am. And I thought, okay, you know, going well, going well. And then all of a sudden, I don't know when it happened. My two kittens came across my mind and I'm like, why, why did they pop up? Then it was fire drills. I don't even know where that one came from. Then it was about a podcast interview that I, I know I need to schedule, but I haven't done it yet. And then it was a trip to see Gabe. I had some things that I was planning and that's kind of coming up rather soon. And all of that happened. I was like, this is silly. Let me, let me see how much time is, has lapsed. And I had seven minutes and 30 seconds left. So I had failed miserably in two and a half minutes. And I thought, I've got to get better at that. So I made a commitment. But then the greater thing happened when I was trying to determine why is it that it is so hard to be still and just listen? Why are we programmed that being still is not productive? And I think that was it. We have been conditioned to feel guilty whenever we're not productive. I know that that's part of my rock in the road. My whole life, I have been programmed or I've programmed myself that if I am not being productive, I am wasting time or somebody's going to judge me because I'm being still. And I thought a little bit more about that. And I thought, you know, we are people who live in this rat race of the struggle for the world. The world values productivity, full schedules, busy schedules, competition, wealth, and self-importance. It just, you are in this, you're, you're in charge and you must do, do, do. And if you stop at any moment, you're not being productive. And there is great lesson to be learned in the productivity of incorporating being still in your life. You know, this is one thing I do treasure and value about the Bobby dude. Um, he is so much better at this than I am. And I used to get frustrated and upset because he will take time for himself to renew and rejuvenate. I don't care if he, you know, spends 30 minutes hitting golf balls, you know, on his way home. Or, you know, he'll go plan a fishing trip. Did you catch anything? No. A lot of times he does catch something, but I think how in the world is that enjoyable? But to him, that is his quiet time. That is his time with God, with nature, with, you know, taking time to renew and refresh. And I think because I can't do it very well and I struggle with it, I would almost feel sometimes definitely that you know, why can't I do that? And almost a little resentment because he can do it so brilliantly, beautifully, really. And I thought, well, why can't I? I can't do it because I don't make it a priority. I can't do it because I haven't allowed myself, given myself permission to not feel guilty. And I think, where in the heck did that come from? Why am I putting this on my plate? I must be productive, you know, every second of every day. I don't know. I don't know if it's something that I brought with me from childhood. I'm sure it is. And I had to wrestle with that. Maybe you wrestle with it too. You know, 
my parents loved me and raised me. So all of us girls, you know, beautifully, we didn't ever you know, want for anything. And we were very valued love. We, we were taught we could, you know, be and do whatever we wanted to be and do. And somewhere along the way, I, I placed all this pressure on myself, I suppose, to just perfection, perfection, perfection. And I always have to stop and tell myself, no progress, not perfection, but it doesn't mean that I'm, I'm not on 5.2, you know, running on the treadmill or the, the racetrack wheels are going zoom, 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 zoom. And I can't get off the hamster wheel. But I think that was a huge revelation to me is that there's no such time as taking off in our culture at this day and age. If you take off, you know, what's wrong with you? You should feel guilty. And also, you know, I think about all the distractions that happen in a day. And I think I'm going to talk about that in my point too, but whatever it is that we're conditioned to feel guilty if we're not productive, I had to stop and ask myself, wrestle with that, Amanda, what does that mean to you? And I had to, this is the way I begun my conversation with me, myself, and I, is I had to acknowledge that that actually is what I'm feeling. I am feeling guilty because I'm not being productive in that 10 minutes, or if it's half a day, or if it's an hour, whatever it is. I have conditioned myself to feel guilty for taking time away from whatever task it is. And if I'm not busy to the grind, to the bone, 100% of the time, then I'm failing. And I had to stop and talk it through. I'm trying to start the process down saying, yes, I acknowledge that I am taking time. I am taking time to be quiet. I'm taking time to be filled with gratitude. I'm taking time to feel love. I'm taking time to reflect, to be in, in the presence of God. I'm taking time to ask the Lord to be with me. I'm taking time and that is okay. Because that is just important for my physical, my social, emotional, my spiritual growth as if I was doing a task. This is a task. And I had to acknowledge that I'm trying to reprogram. I'm trying to change my paradigm. So I had to have some self-talk. And I had to listen to where I, I fell off the rails. I was, you know, in church. Maybe you find yourself in church, you know, listening, listening, and all of a sudden you're distracted. Maybe you're in the middle of something at work and you find yourself getting distracted. Maybe you're not even taking time. Maybe you're saying, okay, this is my quiet time. I'm going to grab my cup of coffee in the morning and I'm going to just be still in prayer or maybe reading you know, scripture or maybe just writing in your journal or your gratitude journal or just thinking, just being present, fully present. And then all of a sudden, bing, just like me, two and a half minutes in, I've thought about four or five different things. And I realized this, that is in and of itself a discipline that I'm going to have to work on. And that is going to be something we'll talk about at the end of the podcast, but having a discipline and starting with a small goal and seeing if I can do it and then building upon that goal. But I thought maybe if I struggle with this, maybe you've struggled with this in the past too, is don't allow yourself to feel or be conditioned to feel guilty for not being productive for just sitting still. It is okay. It is okay. And so the second thing was even a little bit more mm, peeling the onion layers back, if you will. This kind of goes to the, the soul work to do the soul work, the S-O-L-E work to do the S-O-U-L work. If we never like to be by ourselves in our own thoughts, being by ourselves, you know, soul, S-O-L-E, 
it's going to be tough for us to work on our soul, what God wants us to learn about, to develop, and to grow in our journey. And I think that was the greater, well, not the greater, I was going to say that was the greater lesson that I kind of thought about, but sometimes it's just as important as realizing that I was feeling guilty about, you know, just sitting still. But I think the deeper dive, I should say, is being okay with being by myself to do the work that I need to do within me. My work is going to be different than your work, and your work is going to be different than somebody else's work. My work for me is different than the Bobby Dude's work. My work for me is different than my children's work. I can't be on their journey. They're not on my journey, just like you're not on my journey and I'm not on your journey. But we have to understand that we're all on the journey. Where is it that you are? Where is it that I am? And sometimes if we will allow ourselves to do the soul work, meaning the S-O-L-E, be by yourself with your thoughts, with your journaling, with your prayer, then the soul work, the S-O-U-L work, is going to happen naturally. But I will tell you, I think about this and it is the hardest thing to be okay with being by yourself. Sometimes there are so many distractions in our world today, pulling it at, at, to distract us. I mean, our own thoughts, it, it's hard enough, but think about those phones, which are just mini computers that we hold in our hand. We're so attached to them. At any given time, we can look up an email. We can read anything on the internet. We can play the downloaded apps just to bide the time to help us get through not being by ourselves, not being solely alone with our thoughts. And I'll tell you a few years ago, as I was kind of going through some, I guess I would call it insomnia. I think it was what, you know, kind of the, the change in life and, you know, your hormones. And I, I was up for sometimes two and three hours every night. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't a fun time for, for lots of reasons, but I would just find myself just wide awake wide awake in the middle of the night and I, I couldn't sleep and the Bobby dudes, you know, sleeping soundly. And did I use my time wisely? No, I didn't. I'd grab that little computer, that phone, because I didn't want to be alone with my thoughts in the dark. If it were up to me, believe me, I would have the television on all night long. Bobby dude can't sleep that way. <laughs> so I've learned not to, but I could also get up and go somewhere, but then it's like it's in the middle of the night. And I I love, I don't, I like the light. So I like Christmas and lights and everything. I'd have my whole house lit up all night. But in order to distract myself, you know, I would go through all my repertoire of of the games, you know, these word little, you know, crosswords and, you know, all these, you know, games until I just wear myself out and then I'd go to sleep. And it dawned on me when I was going through that. I did that for a while. And I just wear myself out. And then I'd be just completely worn out. The next day and the next week in my health, you know, I, I struggled with some health issues and some things. And, and then it dawned on me, Amanda, when you were little and you woke up and you couldn't go to sleep, you just started praying. I'd either pray, you know, my, some prayers or I'd talk to Jesus. I'd start praying the rosary. I'd start doing something. And all of a sudden, the next thing I knew it was morning because I had somehow fallen asleep pretty quick. So I started to do that. I'd actually taken a bunch of scripture and, you know, copied it and made a notes of, of scripture. And so I started putting all those together. So I would read through those and then I would just I'd start praying. And then the next thing I knew it was morning because somehow I fell asleep like quick, quickly. Why didn't I learn from that? Because as simple as it is, the things that are revealed to us in the quietness of being alone with our thoughts 
being alone with our Lord, being alone in prayer, sometimes cause us uncomfortableness. What do you mean by that, Amanda? Well, sometimes what we learn about ourselves might not be all that flattering. Maybe we learn that we're selfish creatures. Maybe we learn that we've filled our bucket looking more to worldly things than to heavenly things. Maybe we've learned that we haven't been as nice of a spouse or as nice of a colleague. Or maybe we've learned that we're putting too much pressure on our children. Or maybe we learned that that argument that we had was really our fault. We tried to blame it on somebody else. Maybe we learn that we haven't asked God to be with us in some of the decisions that we're trying to make. Maybe we learn that we're trying to be in control too much because God reveals some amazing things when we spend time with him. And those things cause us uncomfortableness because those things actually cause us, we either have to change and we would instead love to be distracted and we would want the busyness of the games on our phones and the emails and the the web searches and the everything but thinking about those things that would cause us to change while we learned about them because we were still, we were doing work by ourselves, the soul work to accomplish the soul work. And I thought, Amanda, you were failing in this. You know, you should know better. We all should know better. It doesn't mean that, you know, we don't stumble and we don't fall and falter. But there was also something that in our brokenness, this was something that was coming at me too. In our brokenness, God is doing his best work. And I say the word brokenness because I'm also right now, I'm following Father Mike Schmitz. And I'm telling you, it's the most wonderful podcast. If you ever just wanted to understand the Bible and really how it's all laid out and how it comes together, the, the Bible in a year, you know, we've all seen those um, and heard from them and you can read. And I know for me, I have tried, you know, okay, I'm starting Genesis and I'm going to get to Revelation. And somehow you get sidetracked because you don't have somebody there kind of helping to, you know, you along the way. And I've started to listen to Father Mike Schmitz do the Bible in a Year podcast. It's on Spotify. It's amazing. Amazing. And literally, I'm telling you, literally 20 minutes, give or take every day. That's all it is. 20 minutes. Sometimes it's 17 minutes. Sometimes it's 21, 22, whatever. But he goes through and he reads certain passages throughout, definitely starting with Genesis. So we understand. And then he's going to move us through, but at the same time, we're, we're moving us through the Bible altogether. And it's a Bible in a year. And I guess I'm, I went down that this bunny trail to share with you that that little bit of time that I'm spending in learning has meant so much to me. I'm trying to work on that soul work. I'm trying to, to understand the brokenness and how God used the brokenness. Oh my gosh, there's so many. And I'm sure I'm, I'm preaching to the choir there, but if you ever wanted to read the most raciest book there was about people and their, and their sinfulness, their humanness and everything, pick up the Bible. It's more steamy, racy than anything. And God used it all in Jesus's lineage. And he used the brokenness of families to bring this beautiful love story from God to us. So I guess what I'm saying is, even though I stumbled, even though I fell, even though I found myself two and a half minutes in to my 10 minute, my call to action, my 10 minutes that I'm going to be still and know that I'm listening to God, even though I failed miserably in my brokenness, he is working on me because guess what? I'm going to get back up on the horse and ride again because I'm going to try it again and again. 
And I think that was the message just coming back to me this week is why is it so hard to be still? And the two things that I walked away with is that feeling of guilt. You're not being productive. And that's the work of the devil. Satan wants us to feel guilty. So we must be busy ourselves. We can't be, you know, thinking about God and spending time with God. He would, you know, he wants to distract us. So we have to acknowledge that and say, no, I am purposely planning this quiet time, this stillness to do the work of listening. What is it that you want to teach me, Lord? And feeling okay about that. And two, being okay and not trying to run away from being by myself with my thoughts, with the work that I need to be doing. It's okay. And I need to acknowledge that I am an imperfect, broken person. And by spending time by myself, solely by myself, those things are revealed to me so that I can do the good work of the deepening of my soul with God. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to give us this challenge because I'm challenging myself too, is I have to conquer this 10 minutes, 10 minutes. I thought, you know, 15 might be a little stretch. Five is, you know, too short, 10, 10, I can do 10 minutes. I'm going to call myself to do 10 minutes a day. And when I get to 10 minutes a day, I'm going to do 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening, because that is what I want to hear. I want to be still and know that God is trying to connect with me. I want to be still because I know he cares. I want to be still because I then can hear his voice. And I want to be still because I know he loves me and he's teaching me. So I would challenge us to the 10 minute, be still 10 minute challenge. See how far you get. You may be way better than I was and you may get all the way to 10 minutes because you're good at it. And I struggled with it. But I'm going to make that commitment and I'm going to work on my 10 minutes of soul work for my soul work. Thank you so much for joining me for this week's episode of the Amanda Rollert Show where we talk salt. I wish you the very best rest of this week. I wish you a beautiful weekend. I would ask that you share this episode with a friend. Let us know. DM me. How did you do with the challenge? Maybe you're doing things that we can all learn from you. How is it that the Lord is teaching you when you and I just be still? Wishing you all the very, very best for a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. Come see us again next week for another episode of The Amanda Rollett Show. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Amanda Rollett Show, a podcast to get your salt back. Share this episode with a friend and tag us on Instagram. See you next time.